Hi. Hey, y'all. Hi. What is up? What's up, y'all? What's up? Welcome back to another episode of Black News. It's Cornelia here back again and so happy and excited to be with you all for another week and another list of fantastic and just all around good topics. In case y'all new to the podcast, let me explain it one more time and I don't got to keep doing this, but I'm going to do it for y'all. Black News is a weekly podcast where I break down current events, hot topics, and local stories involving black people. This is where you come and this is where we go and this is where we powwow to talk about what's going on with us, okay? So continue to congregate, continue to spread the word, and continue to pass the tid about Black News to all your friends and family and continue to support. We out here. All right, first things first. Technically, I don't need to do first things first. Y'all, y'all been killing it with the likes and the subscriptions. Okay, y'all been liking and subscribing on all apps where podcasts can be heard. So thank you. But in case you have not, we are all across the board. Spotify, Apple, Google, you name it, we own it. So continue to do that. Continue to spread the word. Continue to tell your friends and just, you know, keep being you guys. Keep being wonderful and thank you for the continued support. All right, let's get in to it. Now y'all already know what's up. Y'all already know what I'm about to give y'all. The full versus recap y'all y'all know I went to the verses right y'all know I went I told y'all as soon as I saw the message that three six mafia was going to be on versus versus bone thugs and harmony I got tickets it took them a little while to upload the ticket link but once they did y'all I purchased tickets I had to be in the building because in case you missed it last time from last week's episode I only want to now go to live entertainment concerts performances with people over 40 or with old souls or if you got gray hair and a stomach and Bone Thugs and Harmony versus 3-6 Mafia they meet all of the criteria y'all it was oh so let me give y'all a full recap because if y'all watched y'all saw it went down Okay, on Instagram, YouTube, on the socials. But let me tell y'all what it was like actually in the venue. Okay, so first, y'all know I wanted to go. Y'all already knew this. And if you like Bone Thugs and Harmony or 3-6 Mafia, you are a certain type of person. Might I say hood? Okay, I'm from Flint. I'm from, hey, that's hood. I'm from the hood. I like hood music, hood rap. I like all of that. So... I had to kind of figure out who would be comfortable, who would have a good time going with me to this event because everybody ain't worthy and everybody ain't able. Amen. So I asked my cousin Corey if he wanted to go. Me and Corey, that's my cousin. We both from Flint, of course. Corey like his favorite group, 3-6 Mafia. So I knew I was like, you know what, Corey gonna have a good time. I hit Corey up in advance. Hey, Corey, we got tickets to go see Versus bone versus three six you trying to roll he was like cool yeah let's let's do it i was like bet i'm gonna text you the information but it's on thursday be ready perfect the day of versus i I was on my way out the house i text Corey, hey i'm on my way to your house okay he was like cool i'm gonna be there as well he had to make a pit stop at the store i'm sitting outside of his house waiting 
Corey pulls up into the driveway. He gets out, goes into the house. I hit him up. He was like, yo, I'm home. I was like, great, hurry up, come on. For some reason, y'all, Corey was just in the house. I'm talking about a full 30 minutes past. I'm outside waiting on Corey to come outside so we can go to the, the show. Because again, we had to park. We got to walk to the venue. We don't know if it's going to be a line. I finally get out the car and go inside. Y'all, why did Corey not even realize or forgot or just was being weird that we were actually going to the venue? He was like, oh, we going? I was like, what are you? T-? Y'all, when I tell y'all I wanted to drop kick Corey. When I tell y'all I wanted to drop kick Corey. Mainly because one, I've been planning for this. Two, if y'all know anything about me, y'all probably don't know this. I hate being late. I hate it. I hate being late. I have the unfortunate reputation of being, um, of not lashing out, but being uh, extremely upset with my friends if they are late to things, especially things that I really want to go to or was looking forward to. Long story short, I finally got Corey out of the house and into the car. So we get parked and into at the venue outside right as the DJ battle was ending. And thank God, because y'all low key, I ain't want to see that. Okay. I ain't want to see the DJ battle. Now, if you don't live in LA or Hollywood or any of the surrounding areas and you're a black person, you don't, you see on TV, like they show Inglewood and all this stuff. So you think it's hella black people in, in LA, but if you in Hollywood, ain't no blacks. Everybody who move here be like, yo, where are the black people at? We spread out, but y'all want to know where all the black people was outside of versus waiting to get in. All the y'all, all the black people was at versus you talking about, uh, LA native, um, transplant, the hood transplants, the ones from the South um, Midwest, they were all in the building. Saw a couple friends in there. It was a good old time. It was good. So we go in versus stop at the bar, get a little cocktail. Cause it's going to be fun. It's going to be a fun night. Go into the main area. It was at the Hollywood Palladium. Standing room only. And you look, y'all, we talked about this on the podcast a couple of weeks ago. When it comes to like festival type venues and like that standing only, I'm not going to be in the mix, in the crowd. So I, me and Corey stayed towards the back area, which was, you still could see, it was great view. And it was like, kind of like, it was just a good place to post up. So immediately, as soon as we got in, Fat Joe comes out. He does introduction, flips his coin, Bone Thugs and Harmony comes out, 3-6 Mafia comes out. Now, I ahead of time, you we saw this. Busy Bone was on social media losing his mind. I'm talking about just he was it we had I headed into that like, oh, somebody gonna fight. And why by somebody, I'm thinking Busy Bone, because he was wiling out literally on Instagram for a week maybe longer. So I was already thinking like, okay, it's, it's probably going to go down, but the rest of the crews were decent, right? Three, six mafia. They was decent. Gangsta boo was talking, popping off at the mouth, which is fine. Then lazy bone, who was the MVP of versus cause he kept all of this together. He was real friendly. Everybody was cool. Flesh wish they was all chopping it up. Busy on the other hand, had an attitude. They start versus. Y'all, it was, I'm telling you, like being in there, when you watch it on Instagram, it's fun, but being in there in that energy, it's just something totally different. Y'all, I'm talking about the time 
of my life. It was a blast. I had a blast. They're going back and forth. Then the fight happened. They were about, they were performing, going back and forth. And Busy Bone, let me read the specific quote from Busy Bone. I'm going to be cussing. So put your put earmuffs on if you don't want to hear. Busy said, you ugly motherfuckers ain't finna be mocking me on while I'm on motherfucking stage. Y'all, when he said that, I was like, well, oh, well, here we go. I immediately get tense. Then Juicy J responds with, suck my dick, bitch. And he content, he played a song and then they tried to keep going. Busy threw the drink at them and then a scuffle ensued. Scuffle ensued. Each crew rushed to the middle of the stage. No blows were thrown. Nobody was actually fighting. Gangsta Boo was still on the mic talking, popping off, but it was no real hands thrown. So at that point, I'm looking around like, oh, shoot, it's time to go. All right, y'all, it's been real. Immediately flashing before my eyes was the money I spent on tickets, the amount of time that I prepped for this because I was excited, the disappointment. All of that was going through me on top of, oh, shoot, somebody about to start shooting. Let's go. Again, growing up, going to hood clubs, hood parties, being in actual shootouts in venues with shootouts, I'm, I'm traumatized. So immediately Corey and I was like, all right, we turn around and start walking out. Y'all, nobody was walking out. Nobody was leaving the venue. When I tell you this LA crowd didn't move, they literally just stayed there. I'm thinking, oh shoot, somebody about to start shooting. I'm looking around. Oh, they must want to get shot because they're not leaving. They have never been in the crossfire. At that point, I was like, okay. So I go to Instagram to see what the streets were saying. I see that they put up that little commercial, like technical difficulties. So behind the scenes in the venue, it wasn't nothing more than that little scuffle. It just took some time for them them to get the extra people off the stage and them to break up like the crowds. Because of course, at that moment, all of the crews were, you know, packed on stage. So the technical difficulties was just them getting everybody clear. Once they got everybody clear, Busy Bone clearly got moved to the back. He was on timeout. He came back a little later with the pouty face and apologized as he should. But the show continued to go on without any other issues. So first, before I get into like the appearances and whatnot, people were talking about how whack the L.A. crowd was. And I, I, I agree now, but it's, it's different levels of the crowd. So what I've noticed, especially out here, when people, when it was a song that came on that people was really feeling, they would immediately put their cell phones up. And if you watch like the replay on YouTube and, and other platforms, you can see all of these phones in the air because I'm assuming, and I, I guess this is the trend of the times when people are having a good time, they don't enjoy it in the moment. They want to capture it on their phones. So that took away from the interaction with the crowd. The second thing, Bone and 3-6 are very regional artists. Ain't neither one of them out from out here. Now, Bone got a huge presence or a huge fan base out in LA. And y'all, surprisingly, they got a lot of Hispanic friends. It was a lot of Hispanic people up in there with Bone t-shirts on, no rapping all the lyrics. Like it was surprising. I was like, oh shoot, they really like, they was like really on bone. 
because Bo got that West Coast harm, that West Coast uh, vibe. Just looking at their outfits and how they carry themselves with the with the bees and the braids and the ponytail in the back, they look like they Cali dudes. But a lot of the people who was like feeling the performances weren't in camera shot. They were like back because where I was standing, people was going nuts, crazy, rapping hard, y'all. At one point, y'all could probably hear me on the YouTube playback screaming. I mean, I was literally screaming. Anyway, so the crowd was whack, but there were pockets of people in the crowd. You can tell who the transplants were from the South. You can tell who the transplants were from the Midwest, which is typical of L.A., right? Because L.A. is a hodgepodge when you're not in L.A. proper. When you're in Hollywood, it's just a mix of everybody. So that can kind of speak for the crowd, but they were kind of whack. Now. The guest appearances. We talked about this a little bit on the podcast a couple weeks ago, but I told y'all if y'all, I kind of named a high level list of people that could have brought out. Y'all, they was bringing people out. I about passed out full time. So at one point, Lil Flip came out. And I was like, yo, is that Lil is that Little Flip? I'm talking, I ain't seen Lil Flip. Now he probably be on the road. He doing shows, of course. But who would have thought that Lil Flip was going to come out? Lil Flip came out. Bone bought Chameleonaire out. Y'all, Chameleonaire doing like cryptocurrency and real estate. Some shit. I was like, yo, Chameleonaire? At that moment, I was like, oh, they really going to bring everybody out. That solidified it. When they had Lil Flip and Chameleonaire, I was like, oh, everybody in the back. Project Pat came out. And let me say this. When we talk about crowd reaction, out of all those people y'all saw on social media, on Instagram, YouTube, or wherever you watched it, the reaction that y'all saw, the biggest crowd reaction was Lil John. Out of every guest, out of every guest, when Lil John, when that beat dropped and Lil John hopped his little butt from backstage, people went crazy, berserk. Lil John got that energy. Lil John is undefeated when it comes to concerts and get hype songs and just that, like, like. He, I'm talking about the crowd went nuts. So Lil John came out with Khalifa, Lil Wayne. When they bought one, oh, y'all, when Lil Wayne came out, I was like, yo, Lil Wayne don't even want to do versus himself. He'd been ducking and, ducking and dodging this the whole time. So the fact that he showed up, I was like, oh, oh, this, oh, this is, this is a show. Y'all, I lost my mind. Lil Wayne came out. They bought, they found Tasha to sing on Thuggish Ruggish. <sighs> y'all, I, y'all, you know, I was, I was living. Okay. I was living. Tasha came out. They bought, um, Young Buck, Terrence Howard, y'all, Terrence Howard. So when they, you know, those little drum, the little drum taps on the, the, the front of, um, it's hard out here for a pimp. When that dropped, I was like, yo, is Taraji P. Henson here? So I'm like looking around yelling like, yo, is Taraji here? I forgot that she was on Annie Live that same night. But then as soon as I said that, y'all, Terrence Howard brought his ass out on the stage, man. I y'all. And this what got me. Y'all, this what got me. I ain't gonna even hold you. When they bought eight ball MJG out, ooh, they're literally, that's when I was saying I was screaming. If y'all go back to the YouTube video, the replay, and when eight ball MJG come out, you can hear somebody screaming. That was me. I was literally in the back by the cameras screaming. I passed. I'm talking about I ran in a circle. 
y'all when a ball mjg came out you can't take a ball y'all know if y'all know a ball mjg do your research okay a ball mjg walked so outcasts can run check your history a ball mjg came out i passed out i ain't even gonna hold you so another another high level list one more time Terrence Howard, A-Ball, MJG, Lil Wayne, Wiz Khalifa, Lil John, Tasha, Young Buck, Lil Flip, Chameleonaire, Project Pat. It was some little dude, some little young dude. He was kind of fat. I don't think his name Duke or something like that. I don't know. He was jamming. Y'all, it was just a good ass time. I'm talking about, oh, it was just a good time. Also, I have confirmed within myself, if it's a versus with some old artists, I'm going, I'm going to even fly out y'all. And I'm, I suggest that you all go to, if you like live performances, if you like like old school and I've, I hate even saying it, oh, it's old school. Cause it just makes me feel old. And it was just the nineties and the two thousands. But if you like, like nineties and two thousands, hip hop, music, R and B, all that y'all go to verses. It is a fun time. Everybody there have to have a good time. The crowd, people's respectful. What? No drama. It wasn't no just craziness. I will say though, and this is just a side note though. On the way out, it was this dude out there bragging, yelling out loud about how he got in with a fake backs card. Y'all, that ain't the flex you think it is. Yelling it and going to uh, like large events and, and concerts and things. And then bragging about how you flex your fake, your fake backs card to get in. That ain't, that ain't the, that's not, it's not a flex. Just shut up. If you got the fake, just shut up. Don't nobody want to hear that. I just have to say that because it was ignorant. But again, y'all go to versus if you have the opportunity to go to versus. It was so fun. Also, apparently Swiss Beats was in the comment section complaining or not complaining, but venting. I'm going to read y'all some of the tweets because I thought they were hilarious. First, he said, Artists be acting all the way out talking about I'm not going on stage until my favorite cup is in my room. Ain't did a show in 23 summers and want to charge us like the sold out stadium prices. Talking about yesterday's prices, not today's price. Cameraman is not getting closer. I told y'all this is the now the bootleg version for HD. Go to go to Triller or Fight TV because the artists are asking for metaverse numbers and we can't afford an Instagram budget. Another Swiss Beats tweet. Coming on stage after getting paid 10 shows and one versus just to get on stage drunk AF and late. I'm just saying, okay, let me watch the show now. Talking about we not going on stage until my homie call from Rikers to do the prayer. New rule is if you don't start on time, you don't get paid on time. Versus is not free. They charge us five times. They do non-black shows. This was amazing. One of my favorite verses ever. So basically it sound like artists getting paid for verses. They back there cutting up. That's why the camera be quality be whack on Instagram because they now got to pay people. Hey, and I understand it. So there you have it. I had a ball. Um, And yeah, if y'all have the opportunity to go, I highly recommend it. In regards to the actual competition, I do air quotes. Who y'all think won? I got 3-6 Mafia only because... Their, their guests were a little more, I don't know. It was more surprising, right? 
they're more surprising and what I'm learning with both of them they're very niche artists so I just I love three six and I love bone thugs and harmony but the three six the three six vibes was just it was just stronger for me I just I'm, I'm a roll with three six mafia and for the fact that they bought out a ball and mjg they won it period that's that's what I got let me know did y'all watch let me know y'all thoughts Give me the details. What was it like watching from your perspective? Did y'all even tune in or did y'all check out after the fight and just, and just abandon it? Honestly, I think this is one of the top three verses of all time, but I could be biased. Let me know what y'all think. Hit me up on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Canelia. People have launched a petition on change.org titled stop interviewing Will and Jada Smith. <laughs> y'all people are, Oh, before I even continue underneath that, it says poor Will Smith. People are so fed up with clips and snippets and interviews and blurbs from Will Smith and Jada Pinkett Smith that they launched a change.org petition to stop interviewing them. And get this 21,000 people have signed so far. 21,000 people said we over this y'all. A mess, a complete mess. So as y'all know this, Will Smith just recently had a book that came out. I heard the book was fantastic. Audio version and, uh, you know, the, the actual hardback copy. People have been talking about how detailed and specific it is, how motivational, encouraging. I'm planning on getting the book. I think, you know, and I just love Will Smith and and he is a very good storyteller. So I'm looking forward to reading it. But what, and y'all should know this by now. And by y'all, I'm not talking about the black news listeners. Okay. I'm talking about the mother people. Y'all should know in order to, um, to get traction on your article, to get clicks, people will pick the most salacious piece of information out of, of an article, a book, a story, an interview, and they will take that and run with it. So apparently, or, you know, as we've been seeing a lot of the conversation surrounding Will's book have been snippets about their sex life, their love life, anything around that one was the recently was going around talking about how Will was saying he was having so much sex. He would throw up after, or I think he said before, after he had an orgasm, they just pulling out stuff. They ain't never, and they ain't pulling out none of the motivational stuff. They pulling out the craziest stuff out this book. But again, that's how you get clicks. Jada Pinkett Smith, on the other hand, she has Red Table Talk. She has a talk show with her mother and her daughter with uh, Gammy and Willow. You cannot have a talk show that calls people to the table and asks them to talk about the most darkest the most intimate details of their life and not share your own you cannot do that let's look at Oprah not to say that Jada Pinkett Smith and Red Table Talk is like Oprah but if we're talking about the structure and the history of talk shows the thing that got us so connected with Oprah is yes she related to everyday people's stories but Oprah was always willing to tell us her story about her growing up, her sexual assault as a child, her living with her, her father, um, her college years, her experience being a black woman on TV, Oprah going to tell you about Oprah. So 
I'm not sure what the shock is when Jada Pinkett Smith is telling us about Jada Pinkett Smith, whatever the case may be. But people have gotten so annoyed with this that they want to shut it down. And it could be a totality of things, right? We saw last time or a couple of weeks ago, maybe a month or so ago on Red Table Talk, Jada Pinkett Smith's statements were taken out of context when she was talking about the level of intimacy and having sex with Will Smith. People who didn't even watch the, uh, watch the video was taking it and running with it, taking that one little snippet from an article and running with it. We know what happened with her and August Alsina. That's a whole nother story. People took that and ran with it. Their entanglement became a thing. Y'all saw Will at the red table with the bloodshot eye. Thought that poor man was battered and bruised. When he actually said out of his own mouth, he was just tired. They shot that at like midnight. So he was tired and they were traveling the next day. But again, people have romanticized Will Smith. So I can understand how in some cases... Hearing all of these things and reading these stories and and hearing this other side of them, it's uncomfortable for them because it, it makes you or forces you to actually have to look at Will Smith as a regular man versus this mythical creature that he himself said that he created. All that to say, the petition, while it is an actual petition, I know it's just funny and it's a joke and and, and some people who sign it aren't that serious. But the fact that we're not understanding why they're now doing interviews and speaking out and talking, y'all, enough. Come on, let, let's put two and two together, okay? Let's put two and two together. Also, I would love for us to do additional research behind the stuff that we read about them in the interviews. Y'all, we just understand news outlets and and bloggers and things will take a little small piece the most salacious piece of information and run with it and it's our responsibility to do more research also two things can be true at the same time we can also and by we ain't talking about me we can also be sick of will smith and jada pinkett smith doing interviews i get it with that said i'm not signing the petition I'm not signing the petition and I'm going to go see King Richard. So I'm all for the Pinkett Smiths, the Smiths and that family. What do y'all think about it? Are y'all sick of them? Are you sick of the the SHIT? Are you going to sign this petition? Do you have a particular opinion about the types of things that they're sharing? Do you feel like you would do more or be better served with the more motivational aspects of their relationship and their stories? Or do you want to get down to the meat and the juice of of each um, of their lives and, and be looped in with that? Let me know. Hit me up, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and chime in. Let's get into honorable mention. Black Twitter, and in this case, Black Twitter and Black Facebook were up in arms because of a picture that was posted from a parent and in the picture was a young black boy playing with a kitchen set one of those toy kitchen sets um posted that and then people started responding saying that young boys shouldn't be playing with that there was some homophobic rhetoric going back and forth about what boys should and should not be doing yada 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 it sparked a huge you know, debate 
people chimed in. Cardi B even chimed in. It it it, it was like that. But I, I just want to say, y'all, one, kids are kids. The thing that, and one of the things that is important for children to be able to do is to use their imagination. Kids just want to have a good time and they just want to mess with stuff. They just want to play with stuff. A lot of times when kids be wanting kitchen sets and things, it ain't got nothing to do with them like wanting to be like girls or they just want to play. Kids just want to have a good time. And as parents, we should be in a space of fostering creativity, fostering the, the, the space for them to be able to express themselves. If that means your son asks for a kitchen set or your daughter asks for a tool set, get them the kitchen set or the tool set, y'all. Like uh, We got to stop this thing where we try to put stuff onto children that's not even on them. And keep in mind, the cooking and food industry is a male dominated industry. It's male dominated. Turn on the food network right now and you're going to see some dudes. Turn it on. You see some dudes. The top food network star right now, Bobby, not Bobby Flay, uh, Guy Fieri, he making more than all of them. And guess what? Guy is a dude. Cut this out. If your child want a, a kitchen set, and side note, y'all, the kitchen set, y'all, that's fancy. Back in the day, our kitchen set was wood grain. This little kid got a stainless steel kitchen set, girl. It had a it had a, a, a backlight. It had a backsplash. It had the underlight. Y'all know we use that as a nightlight. It had that in the refrigerator, microwave. I'm talking about this. It's a jazzy set. People was even online saying that's the backlash. People just mad that his kitchen set looked better than they actual kitchen. They out here with the white refrigerator complaining about this. But I just want to, I just want to ask us why do we feel like something like that um, is deemed, should be deemed wrong for a child. I just don't understand it. Maybe I'm missing something. I can go on and on and deeper and deeper into this, but I just don't feel like I just don't have the time. And I don't have children, so I don't know what it's like to be raising a child, but I do know what it's like to be a young child with gifts and talent and creativity inside of me and wanting outlets uh, and, and ways to explore them. And I know what it's like to not have people around you who knows how to help you foster and bring those out. That can be very difficult for children and for someone who just wants to, you know, explore different ideas. Kitchen said, maybe he want to be a chef. Maybe he just liked throwing and chopping and, and throwing, taking stuff out the drawers. I saw one lady online who said she bought her son a kitchen set because he was trying to, in air quotes, help them while they were cooking. And he would just take all the stuff out the drawer. So she got tired of him throwing stuff all over the floor. So she got him his own kitchen set. And guess what? Now he throw the play stuff all over the floor. It ain't that deep, y'all. It ain't that deep. Sometimes kids just want kitchen sets and things just so they can throw it around and play with it. Y'all, we got to, whatever. I'm not, I'm not going to go ahead. I, I can't. Y'all get the point. Y'all get the point. We just need to do better. We need to do better. And like I said before, if I'm missing something, please let me know. If I'm just, if I'm not, if I'm, it's a blind spot, I would love to know, but I don't think there is. And I don't think I am missing nothing, but I am open to hearing and discussing. Hit me up on social media at Cornelia. Let me know your thoughts and do your sons got a kitchen set. 
How about that? Let me know, do your sons got a kitchen set? And is it stainless steel? I'd also like to add that cooking is a life skill. Cooking is a dang life skill. When did cooking become sexualized or gender-based? Yes, we know it's because of the patriarchy. And back in the day, it was quote unquote, a woman's job to be in the kitchen. But at the end of the day, cooking is a life skill. So y'all telling me that boys and men shouldn't know how to cook. Y'all going to starve to death. Y'all just going to starve. Cooking is girly. So you going to die of hunger. Get out of here. Y'all, I can't. That's it for this week's episode of Black News, y'all. Thank you again for supporting the podcast and continuing to spread the word, telling all your friends and family and liking and subscribing. I appreciate it. We are growing. We are getting bigger and stronger in numbers. So I am so thankful for you all. And I ask that you please continue to do that. And when I say like and subscribe, especially on Apple Podcasts, be sure to hit that five stars, leave a comment. People read those. They get the feedback. They're like, you know what? That sounds good. Let me hear what she got to say. That's what we want and continue to do so. Hit me up on social media if you guys have topic suggestions. I'm at Canelia on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. That's at Canelia like Kenny and Ophelia. I say this every week and I'm going to say it again. I got shows, y'all. I'll be out here. I'll be out here on the weekends kicking it on stage. Check my website or check my social media, specifically Instagram, to get show dates and ticket information. Especially if you come flying into town, maybe y'all here on vacation, definitely come to to a show. It's going to be a good time. And as always, thank you guys so much for listening to Black News and supporting the podcast. Make sure you guys go out here and have a fantastic week. Continue to kill it, doing what you're doing. And I will see you back here next week. Same time, same place. Bye.